Just over two months after Kentucky Republicans filed a sweeping bill restricting abortion in the state, it's become law. Planned Parenthood and the ACLU are challenging the law in federal court, saying it's unconstitutional. WFPL's April Rickert reports on the path the bill took to get here. Republican Representative Nancy Tate of Brandenburg filed House Bill 3 in February, modeled off a bill from the previous session. It was dozens of pages long. So each piece of this is very important to what I like to call as the uh, most pro-life General Assembly uh, that we've had in the history of the state of Kentucky. The bill does a number of things. It bans sending abortion pills in the mail, it requires providers to do a physical exam before prescribing them, and to follow up afterwards in case of complications. It mandates new certification and registration processes for providers of the medication, which weren't set up when the law passed. It makes it harder for minors to get abortions and introduces new requirements for the disposal of fetal tissue. Tate says this particular bill is not about ending abortion, but making it safer while it is legal. Opponents say the bill isn't based in medical science and that it will result in negative health outcomes. Here's Democratic Senator Karen Berg speaking during a Senate committee meeting in late March. Many of the people in this room believe that it's morally wrong to terminate a pregnancy. And what I think is morally wrong is for the government to come in and tell a woman what she can or cannot do with her own reproduction. During a House committee meeting earlier that month, Democratic Representative Pamela Stevenson said supporters of the bill were missing the mark. The pro-life is really pro-birth because when the children are born, we have thousands of children in the foster care system that no one's taking care of. We have thousands of children being abused and you're not bringing forth bills to end that. Both houses passed the bill March 29th, with several Democratic senators walking off the floor in protest. That same day, lawmakers added a measure banning abortion at 15 weeks. It mimics language in Mississippi's abortion bill currently before the U.S. Supreme Court. A ruling this year could overturn or weaken the 1973 landmark case Roe v. Wade. Lawmakers voted down an amendment that March day that would have allowed abortions in cases of rape or incest. That was part of the reasoning Democratic Governor Andy Bashir gave when he vetoed the bill just over a week later. He also said the bill was, quote, likely unconstitutional. Protesters showed up the day lawmakers passed the bill and when the legislature resumed April 13th to override a slew of vetoes, including House Bill 3. They shouted outside the gallery as Republican Senator Stephen Meredith voted yes to override the veto. I vote aye. And I do it in honor and memory of the 63 million babies that have been killed since Roe versus Wade. This is a stain upon our country. It's our greatest sin. It needs to be reversed. Due to an emergency clause, the bill went into effect immediately. Providers say that means a de facto ban on abortion because the systems aren't set up for them to be in compliance with the new law. Here's Tamara Weeder with Planned Parenthood talking ahead of the vote Wednesday about what passing this bill would mean for patients in Kentucky. Pending any legal intervention from the courts um, giving us injunctive relief, they will not be able to access abortion in the Commonwealth. We, we will see uh, the legislature in court on this bill. Both Planned Parenthood and the ACLU filed documents in federal court last Thursday challenging the law and asking for judges to block it. The judge in the Planned Parenthood case said she is immediately considering their motion for a temporary restraining order or preliminary injunction. Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron has until noon today to respond. I'm April Rickard in Jeffersonville.